G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking uh, Trots WA here on SEN Track 657 and also Gloucester Park tonight and another big meeting tonight. We have the Retrovision Binshaw Classic for Group 2 and it's a, a great race. There's some really up-and-comers in that race and also we get to see um, Magnificent Storm step into the free-for-all company against uh, a couple of team bonds with uh, Petronas Star and Mighty Conqueror also throwing there the uh, Pacing Cup winner, Volton Tin, and it's a, it's a really good free-for-all as well. So a great night's racing tonight. Uh, we'll catch up with a very, very special guest, one of my favourite people in harness racing of all time, Bill Hutchison. Uh, also, Bomber Hill, he's going to do, uh, join us to deep dive through a few uh, of the races tonight at Gloucester Park to find us a winner, and uh, BK, uh, Ben Cray, is going to look at a few races over East. But a big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Uh, morning, Michael. Great to be here as always. Looking forward to a big night at headquarters again. Finished up square last week thanks to a great win by Van Piro in the August Cup. Got yep. to the front and he was a dollar ten chance from there. So that was uh, that squared the card for us. Uh, some great racing tonight, like you've men- uh, mentioned, Michael. Magnificent storm stepping up to the big league against Mighty Conqueror. So that really should be a highlight and set the scene. For some of the racing we've got coming up, mind you, we've um, also got a very exciting horse, which has joined the stable of Justin Prentice and Hurricane Harley. Yeah, so that's going to make the, um, some of those races uh, great. Plus, as you said, we've got the Binshaw with lots of chances, and we round out the night with a fascinating race with two-year-old fillies. But as far as guests go, <laughs> they don't get much bigger than today's guest, Bill Hutchison or Hutchie. And if you haven't read the book by Max Agnew, um, Harnessing a Career, then do yourself a favour. It's an absolutely fabulous read. Uh, now, now yours yours looks like it's seen a few miles. It has. Um, it's, <laughs> it's been it's, a few trips. It's been a few trips and uh, had a few people wanted to read it and, yeah, they just loved it. So uh, can't wait to speak to Hutchie. But, Michael, we spoke about the media release last week from Rawa. Yep about reducing Gloucester Park from 10 races on its premium night. a bit night, of buzz on social media. Which is good, back to nine races to help increase regional stakes and payments back to last. Was, were Gloucester Park consulted on this decision? No. Not at all? No, no. I think at the HRCG meeting, it was brought up that this was just going to happen. It was correct. It was just going to happen. Yeah. No consultation, which no. is just unbelievable. So... You know, we talk about uh, rationalisation of tracks and, you know, once again on the weekend, we talk about paying money back to last to help, you know, people. And yet we're asking them to drive all the way to Calabaran, uh, where there's there's virtually no horse population. Surely if we picked up that meeting and dropped it into Northern, there would be higher turnover given it's Northern than Calabaran. No, there's definitely, and all the stats say that, you know, it's probably... It's it's a fair, it's significant, but and there definitely needs to be a change to the calendar. It's just there's no way around it. If we go to improve improve wagering, they've got the data in there, and um, yeah, we'll see what happens. If we go to improve wagering and grow the industry, then the cha- the calendar's got to got to change. We don't want to close tracks. 
but there's certainly got to be an adjustment of that calendar to make sure that we maximise wagering. I agree. Nobody wants to see tracks closed, but it's uh, it's our reality yep. um, as we move forward. And lastly, have you read Hutchie's book? Uh, yes. You have? Yes. Good. Great read. <laughs> yes. Great read. Well, without further ado, let's welcome the, the man into the program. I've got to say... Um, I've worked with some of um, the icons of the sport and, and some of my idols uh, coming through, the likes of John Tapp, uh, Ian Craig, uh, my brother Greg, I even worked with, with Greg, um, Sam I. but I've got to say, one of my favourites um, and one of my idols is a man who's about to join us and uh, I met him way back in, I think, the inter-dominion that uh, we own a warrior one in uh, Sydney back in 1994 as we welcome him into the program, Hutchie. Mate, thank you for coming on. And uh, was it 1994 that we first met? I've got no idea, mate. It's so long ago. <laughs> um, and, and, and thank you so much for the build-up. I don't deserve all that build-up, but um, uh, I'm not in the public eye anymore so much, so uh, it's nice to be remembered. <laughs> well, you've had a, such a fascinating career in, in harness racing, um, a bookmaker, a, a media pundit, uh, you know, a tipster analysis. Uh, it, it's, it's certainly harness racing has been your life for such a long time. It has. Um, look, I go back to, uh, I came out of the Army back in uh, 1968. I uh, got a job with the Trotting Control Board. I had to actually refuse a job because I got conscripted um, as a steward. Thank God I didn't get that job. <laughs> because, uh, I went to the other side. <laughs> um, and I actually worked in the racing office at uh, the then Trotting Control Board for about five years because, because before I uh, got enough money together to go bookmaking. I was actually... Uh, I was going all right in the punt, actually, when uh, I was working for Harness Racing Victoria, or as it was in the Trotting and Trial Warden. I was actually flying to Sydney on a Friday night to have a bit at Harold Park and then had to work in the office back at the showgrounds uh, to take the acceptances and all that sort of stuff uh, on a Saturday night. So it was a pretty interesting life, and uh, it, uh, it got going pretty quickly. Uh, you left uh, the School of Hard Knocks at the age of 15 or year 9 to... Uh to uh, go into the the big wide world. Uh, obviously, school wasn't one of your favourite things, but mathematics, you must have been pretty good at that, Hutchie. Look, I, I wasn't, a, I'm no idiot. Um, I, you know, it wasn't as if I had had to, well, I just didn't apply myself in uh, in, in uh, secondary school. Um, I, you know, I lost my mum around about that time and, uh, you know, there were a few things going on in my mind and uh, so uh, Dad said, we'll get you a job. So I worked at Myers. I think I left left school and worked at Myers at the age of... I wasn't even going to school. I was wagging school and uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, finding golf balls on golf courses, selling them back. If it was a, a slow day, you'd pitch them off the fairway and sell them back to the same bloke. Sort <laughs> 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 of a school of hard knocks, eh? Um, yeah. But um, I worked at Myers for about five years. I actually worked uh, in the carpet department with uh, one Peter Landy there for quite a while. <laughs> wow. Remember Peter calling the football and the rowing at the Olympics and that sort of stuff. I haven't caught up with yep. him in uh, in the ensuing years, but uh, interesting times. And uh, that was in, I think, in the the Burke Street store there uh, in Maya. So what? So going from selling the carpet in Maya, what was the the thing that ignited your passion to to really want to be a part of the the harness racing industry? Well, I um I, I went to the trots all the time. You know, as a young bloke at the Melbourne Showgrounds, and uh, I think it was probably the nineteen. Uh, 19- 64 into Dominion that uh, has put me over the edge. I would have been there 19. Uh, Minuteman, saw Minuteman in that into Dominion. That was Cardigan-based, uh, last ever run in Australia. I think he ran off 48 yards behind. And 
got uh, caught behind uh, Robin Dundee, who was a superstar in her own right, um, and that was his last run in Australia. He never got into the race off the back mark, but went to America and became probably the greatest horse that Australia's ever produced. I know we were, were a bit Lazarus out now, but uh, people were saying the best we'd ever seen, but uh, there's no doubt Cardi was the uh, best ever. I, I had a jigsaw puzzle of Cardigan Bay when I was younger. <laughs> Handed down from my really? grandfather. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather had it, and we we used to when we used to go to his place, we used to put it together. There you go. I think it's the first million dollar pace or, or million dollar horse. Even was he Cardigan Bay? Yeah, I think you're probably right, mate. But you know, there's a, he was as famous in America as he was in yeah. Australia and New Zealand. He, uh, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a shrine to him at Freehold Raceway. I don't know if uh, it's still there, but um, you know, to see in Australia, in well, over there. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you started, uh, I think you started working for bookmaker Ray Thompson. Do you remember your first day, Hutchie? I think it was back in, um, once you got your licence, back at the, the Seymour Gallops in about the early 70s. Do you remember your first day? Yeah, uh, 72. 72. 72. I became you, you still got the book, haven't you? Uh, possibly. Um, but 72, I became a bookie. Um, I got married and I bought a house and... Uh, Here's an interesting one for you because uh, I'll just show you how I had no understanding or value of money. Uh, I was buying horses instead of houses. In 1972, I paid $13,000 for a house in Essendon. Um, that house would today be worth about two mil. Uh, two years later, or 18 months later, I paid 30000 for a for a pacer uh, from the Riverina called Great. And uh, I paid two houses for a harness horse. Uh, so if you can work it out, I probably paid four million in today's terms with that horse, <laughs> and I probably buy the same horse today for hundred hundred thousand. Yeah. So it just shows you, uh, no, it's bad thinking, uh, but wouldn't change a lot of what's happened on the way through. <laughs> I was going to say you've um, uh, over the journey. You know, when you look back and um, some of the the harness names like Manning, Gath, Knight, Rothaker, and some of the more colourful characters like Bill Waterhouse, uh, George Freeman. Uh, was it exciting time uh, in harness racing, or was it uh, more interesting? Oh, it was exciting and interesting, especially for a young bloke. You know, I was 27 when I uh, when I got my bookies license, but uh, to be thrown in into the uh, deep end and look, I nearly went went off in the first year, but most bookies do. Um, ended up on the bookies council down the track, um, and we saw quite a few high profile bookmakers that we had to actually. Um, pay their debts and basically sell them up, which was very sad. Uh, but going back then, um, it didn't. I reckon probably six months to a year a struggle, and then the penny dropped. And uh, you were in those days, you were able to make what they called make nearly a round book, which meant that you didn't even have a loser if you if you didn't want it that way. Yeah. Um, but it got harder and harder. Not look, it didn't get harder at the start. I mean, I. I Terrific um, career as a bookie. Uh, I was always the go-to bookie for the uh, for the press guys, and that's why I guess that's why I know, know Michael. I know uh, his brother Greg. I ran into the other day. Um, I'm up here in Queensland at the moment. I've ran into him just recently. Uh, the Neil Donnellys and all those sort of guys. Uh, Adam Hamilton later on. Um, I was a bit of a press press groupie in those days, and they were a bookies groupie. So. Uh, that was uh, where where it all started, and uh, I guess you know I was fairly flamboyant. I, uh, you know, I've always had well, I'm going to say an arrogant streak, but uh, that's <laughs> uh, but uh, more well, of an entertaining streak, uh... Hutchie. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I think that's been battled out of me over the years. Myself, appraisal has uh, come through as uh, not high, so whatever. <laughs> and speaking of entertaining, <laughs> I, I believe you were always quite happy when you were given a, a microphone to belt out a rendition of uh, Mac the Knife. Yeah, I, I, it was one thing. My brother um, was a superstar at everything. Um, unfortunately, now he's uh, he's got onset dementia and he's younger than me and I'm the one that's bashed myself up. But he still goes okay. He runs the... Uh, he plays the guitar in the place he's in, and he uh, and he uh, he runs the trivia uh, competition, which uh, only has to ask one question. Um, but um, no, back those days, uh, I, I fancied myself a bit as uh, as a singer, and uh, it could have been something I. You know, singers don't get paid enough. Entertainers really do it for the love, but uh, always love to love singing, and still love to sing these days. You even did it on in the gig one night, didn't you? Oh, that one. That didn't quite work out because I got uh, stuck right off the plane to go and do it live out of French's Forest, and uh, we got stuck on stuck on the Sydney Harbour Bridge uh, for eight. Or we had to go and alternate way because the Sydney Harbour Bridge was being uh, redone or something like that. And I got I didn't get to the hotel halfway through the show, which was done live, yeah. and uh, then they put the wrong version of Mac the Knife on. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's unlike Sky Racing. Get, it's unlike Sky Racing. Get things wrong. <laughs> Well, we've always been involved with Sky Racing, I won't say anymore. <laughs> Haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Mate, what, what made you to get into the media from bookmaking? Well, it was a case I have to. I mean, look, um, I had a good career as a bookie, but around about 95, um, you could see the writing on the wall. They brought phones in. Um, casino was, uh, was building Melbourne. People in those days have a bet. Um, especially on the trots, which I was on on-course bookie at the trots only. I did thoroughbreds early, early doors. But they'd go to every meeting in Victoria. You'd get to a Chuka or something like that, and there was always Melbourne punters there. But when the casino started, and uh, the only other way they had to, they could have a bet was at the illegal uh, games in Carlton, um, two up, etc. Um, they started going to the casino. So in, in the end, no one was going to the trots. And uh, I, so towards that, Actually, 95 to about 98, 99, I was still punting all right. I mean, I was a professional punter then, went from, um, not that I had a punt when I was bookmaking anyway. Uh, And I had hit a a rough patch about 99. That was probably because I had my eyes on other things because I uh, met my new partner, Coral, of now new partner of 22 years. But... um, so uh, I didn't probably, I probably wasn't concentrating on the uh, on the punt so much. So um, things got a bit rough, and then um, because of my uh, going to, so I went to America a lot early on, um, back in the uh, late seventies, early eighties. I went over for about six weeks every year uh, during the during the track, and I was interested in some of the way they put the form guides together for the newspapers because like, the, the American newspapers don't have. Um, much they had that bugger all form comment, especially for uh, harness racing, and they just had these little one liners for uh, each race and that sort of stuff. So that was a way I was able to convince harness racing in Victoria uh, that they should go to the um, to that sort of uh, style, and that's where the I don't know if you, the Hutchie says type form well, which yep. we now get yep. pretty much. I'm really pleased that it took on because it, instead of going to uh, stand it in a TAB and just look at form. To most punters, it's double Dutch. I mean, to us informed people, we know what we're looking at, and we made it much more user friendly. So that was part of what I went to. Um, we did leading up to that uh, in 96, I think Adam Hamilton and I went to America and we took a tour away, and 
<laughs> it was uh, it was it was a it was a fun tour, but uh, we weren't that experienced as tour operators. But whatever, uh, we all had, had a lot of fun, and we decided when we were away, we were going to have a crack at getting onto Channel Thirty One, which Ron Casey, who was a doyen of, uh, of of sport in Victoria, Ron Casey was a board member of Harness Racing Victoria, and uh, he um, decided that they'd buy transmitters for Channel Thirty One on Mount Dandenong to make uh, it reach virtually into the, uh, well, at least 30 or 40 miles out of town. So we wormed our way out of mind on a Channel 31, and that became a cult following. You had a Channel 31 over there too, I think, didn't you? Yes, correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so we, we started there. Well, I started there, even though years before I'd, I'd done a free day at the Valley, I think took the day off because they had a Monday meeting at Mooney Valley, and I worked alongside blokes like Bill Collins and Brian Martin and, Brian Markovic and uh, and whatever, uh, that was my first gig. Um, but uh, no, that that, that uh, actually snowballed into uh, something that I could make a quit out of uh, around about the uh, well, the turn of the century. It sounds very old now. <laughs> so I was doing, <laughs> I'd been doing the odds for the Herald Sun since 1978. So uh, that you know that was a, also I had you know, in fact. Uh, I'll tell us tell a story on Neil Donnelly. It won't matter. He'll, he'll come back and bluff and bluster, but you know what he's like. <laughs> yeah. uh, about uh, I'd been doing them since '78, the, the uh, prices, and Donnelly was working for the Sun. And about uh, 1988, he came to me and he said, "You're not getting paid for these prices, are you?" And I said, "No." I said, "I'll just do them as a service." He yeah. said, "Well, you're owed about ten years back pay." He said. Uh, I can get you all that if you like. He said, you know, you're going to have to go halves, but I'll get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> always an earn. Yeah. Oh, always an earn. Uh, he's still around. He's still, he's still going all yeah. right, Donnelly. Yeah. He bobs up yeah. again. He's got a lot of interest in a lot of uh, gallopers and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, no, that, that's what saved my life, really. Um, Bernard Saundry, uh, I think Ian McEwen was the... Uh, yeah, Ian McEwen and Bernard Saundry... Uh, uh, Chairman and uh, CEO came to me and said, and Richard King was involved too. I think uh, you may or may not know him, but uh, they asked me to do the uh, form guides uh, permanently for the Herald Sun and HOV. So on the way, uh, picked up Sky Channel and uh, and was on radio. Actually, I used to be on radio on the Three Years Ed um, back in the early days. I did different prices over the radio going to the trots. You know, that was actually before mobile phones. You had to stop and, uh, and find a pay, pay phone to get through and give them so I was doing that for nothing but uh, yeah made, made a, a career out of it um, I had to work hard to get back on top because uh, I went through a marriage through a divorce lost three quarters of a house um, and uh, whatever and uh, we got back on top uh, probably didn't end up with the cash that or the money that we should have had from the early days but I've like George Best what was George Best's comment and um, um I've spent all my money on wine, women, and song, and the rest of it I wasted. Now, Hutchie, there's a, 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 a favourite of um, WA Harness Racing is a horse by the name of Pro Chevalier, which uh, in the 1985 Inter Dominion Grand Final, I think you uh, you took a stand against and uh, didn't work out so well. Well, that uh, that. That night, um, yeah, I, I, look, I, I always bet pre-post on Inter Dominions, and actually Ross Cooper and I used to uh, bet with each other because he, he, was, he always bet on Inter Dominion finals, and um, if he was overloaded, he'd uh, have a bet back with me and vice versa. Uh, now, I, I didn't make much money out of it. The, the silly part about it was you're up there, and uh, you know everyone was having a bet with you, but I never handled it too well, and probably uh, it would have been 
better off never having bet on Inter Dominion finals pre-post. But um, uh, that year, I was standing Croatia Valley of a fair bit of money, and uh, I and and, and uh, Ray Huxley, who was a doyen of journalists in those times, um, you know, with the age, he, who he, he passed on within the yeah, last twelve months, Ripper. Yeah. Ripper bloke, we've had great times with him and uh, whatever. But he came down to the stand. He said, uh, this may not be running. He said, it's got colic. Croatia Valley, and it was a short price favourite, obviously, and it was, I was standing it out the gate. And uh, anyway, uh, they, they passed it to run. Now, I had the ignominy of watching Village Kid <laughs> hand up to it. <laughs> but, uh, it was a sick horse. Village Kid was hardly, if it was ever beaten in front, I don't know about it. And because uh, I think it, the year later or whatever it led from gate ten at Albion Park, yeah, Albion Park, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, handed up, handed up to it for God's sake, no run, no uh, passing lane, and still waiting to get out, and uh, so uh, off went plenty. <laughs> uh, well, Hutchie, um, we could talk to you all day, but <laughs> we've, we've run out of time. Uh, I got to say, it was well, uh, when you get over to Ireland, mate, you just want to keep talking to people. That's you do, and, mate. Especially, plenty of words to get out before you go. You know, especially <laughs> we haven't seen you since the you, you came over for every Inter Dominion that uh, I've been here for 2012, yeah. then the three, and we had great time. I think you're best on ground oh. for for all four years. <laughs> um, I remember Jason um, Lincoln standing on the curb looking bewildered as we drove away from what was that place we went to. Uh, Malt, I think. I think we closed it. I don't yeah. think it opens anymore. It. No, it, it's Adam <laughs> drinking out of a boot. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Again. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we had, uh, we had a great sorry time. To sorry to take up all your time, guys. No, no, it's great. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's, it's been great. I think it's been the highlight <laughs> so far of uh, Mortz's career. Yes, here. I've been, You're I've been right. radly <laughs> to. It uh, must be an ordinary career. Uh, we might have to get you back on to continue the chat at some stage. Anytime, guys. Yeah, well, actually, we're making the move up here to Queensland. Uh, unfortunately, I uh, can't get back to Victoria at the moment. That, unfortunately, is in inverted commas. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, whatever. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's taken a long time for me to realise it's beautiful up here in the winters in Melbourne and cold. But, uh, yeah. guys, anytime, uh, love to talk. Uh, Paul stop, but love to talk harness racing even more so. Good on you, Hutchie. Thanks for your time, mate. We'll speak to you soon. See you, guys. Okay, bye. There we go. One of the all-time greats, Bill Hutchinson. Legend. Yeah. And and you have been talking about it for a long time. You you do love the book and you love and he's a great man. Like oh, he's exactly the same off <laughs> outside the meter as he is on. There's no difference to to the great man. Like I said, fabulous read. Some of the stories, the yeah. names, it's just the who's who of harness. All right, we better get to the break. Uh and uh, sorry, that segment was brought to you by Retrovision, the one and only. We can't forget that. That was very well planned. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Who else would sponsor this segment but Retrovision? Yes. Your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. We've saved RAC members over $8 million. Eight Incredible. Million. Yeah, $8 million. RAC members. So right. shop local. Shop local. Shop with Retrovision. As we go to the break, uh, here is uh, Mandy Joan, who was uh, well supported last week, ended up starting at $1.45. As we go to the break, Mandy Joan and trainer driver Aiden DeCampo. 
and even 28 seconds. Mandy Joan is now three-quarters euphoric moment. Then free to air on the inside. Sagacious coming three wide around the Orson. On the inside is CC Chevron. But about to turn in is Mandy Jones. Still three-quarters on euphoric moment. Can't quite get to Mandy Joan, but not going away at the same time. Free to air on the inside. Mandy Joan, euphoric moment. Free to air, getting a peg's run. Mandy Joan just in front of euphoric moment, who stride by stride, raising an effort at Mandy Joan. They go to the line. Or maybe Mandy Joan, I think, just from euphoric moment and free to air close up. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Farthing came out three wide and then Bracken Sky the next quarter 27-9 Vampiro slides away he's two lengths Patrona Star giving chase at the turn Outer Blues and Al Guerrero sticks on well perfect major easing looking for a run coming to the outside from back in 20 Vampiro in front Al Guerrero the inside Patrona Star the outside Outer Blues perfect major late but Vampiro he's done it once he'll do it again the August Cup Vampiro has held Patrona Star Yes, uh, a good all-the-way win from Van Piro. Only won by about a half a length in the end, but the 2.45 was okay for Van Piro, as you said, when he found so the front. Blasted across for uh, Dylan Edgen and Green, and it was, uh, it was far too good for the running camel, who just got out of Darwin almost in time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's almost. tested, he's all clear, which is the main thing. This segment's brought to you by Loans 1, 2, 3, Car Loans Debt Consolidations. Who do you see? The great man, the nude nut, Steve Sell. He certainly is a great man. Loans123.com.au and Mort's, as we know. If he can't sort you. You're in all sorts of pain. Absolute pain. One man who was in pain Sunday morning after a big Broom Cup was our uh, form expert, Bomber Hill. Bomber, have you recovered as yet from the Broom Cup? I have now, Rads. It was, uh, yeah, touch and go there for a day or two. But, uh, yeah, no, I had a great day out there. Met up with... Uh, Kathleen and uh, yeah, showed her uh, some of the sights of the Broom Turf Club and yeah, she had a few good, nice few days in in Broom, I believe. So yeah, great day. Yeah, outstanding, Kath Harris from uh, Gloucester Park, the social media, yeah. social media person. Yeah. Um, tonight, big big meeting and a couple of really good races. The first race is at five twelve, a ten race card, Morts, and uh, the first race we're going to have a look at is race number three. And uh, as we have a look at the Tab Touch market, and Tab Touch is the brand that funds the industry, um, and uh, it is the Slater Gartrell uh, pace over the 25.36, as I said, the running camel just out of Darwin in time. And as we have a look at the market, we have Space Junk at 4.60, Jesse Allwood at 15, Pereira Mac 26, Queen Shenandoah 7.50, Rebchenko $20, Alta Blues is the favourite at 1.50 or twos on. Tyler Brett at $11 and quick stride 101. Bomber, how do you see race number three? Yeah, going to kick off with a place bet here. I think Jesse Allwood gets the draw to drop straight on the leader's back and absolutely low flying from terrible draws. This bloke, he finally gets an opportunity to hold a good spot. And last time he followed the leader was behind uh, the very smart, not a Benadonario, and he, he never sort of lost his helmet the whole way there. And I expect similar to happen tonight with Space Junk. Out of Blues will go up and sit in the breeze. I think they'll go to war and, and he'll just get the last look. It just maps perfectly for him, I think. Yes, driven by our man Aldo Cordopassi. Looks to get a beautiful run there in transit. So for the place bet, what's the 
Staking plan, race three, number two. Yeah, two unit plays about to kick off, but just, yeah, like I said, it just looks to set up really, really well for him. All right, there is uh, the first bet. It's a place bet. What's, uh, it, what's the odds uh, there, the place, um, I'll just bring Michael? It back up. And uh, if we have a look, it is $2.40. So $2.40 for Jesse Allwood. Beautiful. Uh, drawn barrier two. Good way to start the night. Race number seven is the Catalano Truck and Equipment Pace over the 21.30 metres. And uh, as we have a look at the tab touch market, we've got Extreme Prince at 3.30. The Kraken is the favourite at even money, $2. One for Dave and me at 6.50. Trinity Bromac at $15. Euphoric Moment at 4.20. Destined to Rule 23. Disco Under Fire at 91. Make It Quick at 81. And uh, Outside the Front Line is free to wear at $91. Bomber, how do we see race seven? Yeah, I think uh, Euphoric Moment can just pop in behind the early speed here. I, I expect Extreme Prince to hold out the Kraken, but they'll go pretty hard early. And then you've got one for Dave and me, who looks to probably drop on the pegs. And Denny should land no worse than 1-2 here. Probably you know, some chance of 1-1. One, one, but uh, just, yeah, to see what happens through the lead time in the first half of the race. He's got options, can either, you know, slide up three wide at the bell or, or roll around to the breeze if, if they want to walk early. And ran Mandy Jones or short half head from the breeze last start, and that's really good form for this race. Yeah, agree, Bomber. Uh, it was a big run last start in very good form against Mandy Jones. So euphoric moment, race seven, number five, $4.20. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, he's a two-unit bet as well. Going really well, this horse. And, yeah, just I think he's got plenty of options. And last... Yep. Two-unit bet at the 420, which is... Beautiful. Uh, good value if we can uh, get it. All right. Um, as we get to the break, uh, the feature race is the Retrovision Binshaw Pace. Um, El Guerrero is the favourite at 165 in from 175. Last start winner, Miss Limelight, drawn two. It's $18 in the tab touch market and 380 a place. As we go to the uh, break... Let's listen to uh, Miss Limelight winning last week's Wasba four and five year old men's classic at Group Three level. As they go off the back straight is Alice Kay and uh, retired out of the race there is uh, going to the outside Soho Party Girl. 29-2 next quarter. And it's Miss Limelight coming to the turn. Out of the Weezer is trying hard to pick up Miss Limelight but she's had a good lead and turns for home. Out of Louisa digging deep. Here's Miss Play into the clear. She's running on out wider. Southern Bell also. It's still Miss Limelight finding, digging, palming them off. All the way Miss Limelight. Miss Play has grabbed second from Out of Louisa, Southern Bell and better Get it on. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Intrigue and give chase. So three wide is Regal Cheval and running up nicely in behind them is Truly Lucky on the fence from Little Bit of Fun and Blissful Abbey off the back straight in 28-7. It's still just Make Mine Diamonds. What a pro a neck away. Coming three wide out of Intrigue and up behind the leading group is Truly Lucky into the clear. Now comes Blissful Abbey. One off from Little Bit of Fun and Regal Cheval at the turn. Just Make Mine Diamonds straightens but here comes out of Intrigue now. Lengthening stride down the straight running on Blissful Abbey. Just Make Mine Diamonds fights on with Water Bro for a place, but it's out of intrigue. Out of intrigue is beaten. Just make mine diamonds. Water Bro, Blissful Abbey, and truly lucky. Yeah, he's been very consistent, Ultra Intrigue, but finally uh, broke through. He goes around in the Richard Vision Binshaw as well, and he's a $7 
chance after drawing barrier three. This segment is brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Built for comfort, made for work. 736 stockists nationwide. Australia's leading supplier of work boots is uh, Steel Blue. Whatever you trade, we've got your boots. Built for comfort, made for work. So comfortable. You don't have to wear them in. No, they just... And you can wear them anywhere. Yep. Yep, you sure can. Church, in the shower, wherever you go, it doesn't matter. Always look good in a pair of steel blue boots. Exactly. <clears throat> I haven't been to church for a while, but anyway. Um, Simmons Steel sponsors race number eight, and it's over 21.30 metres. And let's have a look at the Tab Touch market, and it's Rock and Roll Whippy at $9. Cavalry Call at 21. Illawong Mustang at 15. B17, 16. Just Barney, 13. Karuba, 34. And now here's where the market is. Burning Rubber, 480. Ultimate Offer at 420. And the favourite out in Barrier 9. There you go. $2.30. Bomber. Interested to hear your thoughts here. Well, I've landed on one here that I thought I would never, ever tip uh, until he was retired, this horse. But, uh, you know, in this game, we've learned you have to take emotion out. And uh, therefore, I'm with number nine. There you go. Uh, been something of a serial pest this bloke for most of his career but he finds one of the easiest races he's seen for a long time tonight and we know he has you know ridiculous gate speed and you know, a byproduct of this being a pretty ordinary or a lower race than he has been racing he, he finds the slowest front line he's seen for a while as well i think he can cross he can get through a lead time that he probably hasn't seen for a little while and then cop a, an easy section through the middle as well and under that scenario he's going to take a hell of a lot of catching in front at 8.41 tonight, Bomber, you're either going to be a hero or a villain. <laughs> there you go. It certainly has. I, whilst the horse has been a pest, it has actually aided us on a couple of occasions to, uh, to, uh, to, get, to get the money somewhere else. So, um, but I agree, Bomber. Um, hopefully he can just blaze across the start there and get to the lead. And if he can... Um, going to say it but anyway uh race eight number nine there you go what's the staking plan here bomber yeah very uh very controversial tip as you say Morty. he has he has helped a lot but he has hindered a lot as well but hopefully tonight we can be very happy with him and uh yeah happy to have a two-unit bed if he finds a front i think it just it's his race okay all right let's move on to race number nine the final race we get over look at the choice is flooring pace choices flooring great supporters at gloucester park also the Fremantle football club which won the is it derby or derby uh however you want to pronounce it but <laughs> as long beat, as you win but they beat the west coast so that's all <laughs> so that you're matters. happy yes all right uh it's over the 25 36 meters and let's look at the tab touch market we have rock and roll elliot at 850 burley shard 14 star of willoughby 31 Orlando Blue at three seventy. The favourite is Otis at two ten. Magnificent at three dollars, and Hillview Bondi at ninety one. Bomber, how do we see this race? Small field, but tell you what, really good betting race. Yeah, it is. It's a pretty select field actually. But uh, I finished up with number four, Orlando Blue. I thought he drew perfectly here with Rock and Roll Elliot, the leader. Uh, two and three, both likely to duck to the pegs. And Otis, who's, despite being first up, he tried really, really well. And he's a, he's a dead set death horse, this bloke. So he'll roll forward. And I think Rock, uh, Orlando Blue just sits in a perfect spot one by one. He, he had not much more than a trial on Monday at Pinjarra when he went back six pegs and uh, rattled home his last 800 in 55.9. 
despite spending a fair chunk of that time strung up, he yeah, he's a really good turn of foot. I really like this horse going forward, and I think this race sets up nicely for him. I wouldn't mind if I could have the $8, which I'm looking at here, but what's the price, Michael? $3.70, isn't yes. it? Okay, all right, $3.70. So race nine, number four, Orlando Blue, a good way for us to finish off the night, Bomber. What's the staking plan there? Yeah, another two-unit bet. Uh, yeah, I think he's, he's just a nice horse, progressing nicely, and that run on Monday would have topped him off nicely for this. Uh, just quickly, Bomber, before we go, the uh, the free for is a really good race. Magnificent Storm up against Petrona Star and Mighty Conqueror in the uh, the free for brigade this week. How do you have you got a tip in that race quickly? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sort of sitting on the fence a little bit. I think it's Magnificent Storm's biggest test tonight. He's going to have Mighty Conqueror up outside of him, and then the stablemate sitting just behind them. Uh, I, I can't go one way or another. If, if I yeah, gunned him ahead, I would say I'd put Mighty Conqueror on top. But, yeah, it's magnificent storm. He keeps stepping up to the plate, so it's going to be a ripper race. Beautiful, Bomber. Thanks for your time this week, and we'll speak to you next week. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great weekend. Good on you, Bomber Hill. And last week, uh, got a great push for seven no trumps from Shannon Savalco in the Harness Twitter. So if you're, if you're watching yes. Gloucester Park, you've got to follow um, the Trots WA Twitter account. And as we go to the break, let's listen to Seven No Trumps getting the cash in race number nine. The outside, Path of Gold, a half a length back, hitting the 400 in 28.4. And uh, digging is Seven No Trumps, keeping Wonderful to Fly at bay, coming to the turn. A length and a half to Hokalani, followed by Jamie Kim away from the pegs, following Jamie Kim as Path of Gold with Hoppy's way deeper out. Seven No Trumps is still holding the filly, Wonderful to Fly, Hokalani and Jamie Kim. Into the straight as Seven No Trumps, one and a half in front. Seven No Trumps, two lengths in front. Hokalani gaining ground on the inside, getting to second from Wonderful to Fly, Path of gold late, but seven no trumps goes all the way. Seven no trumps from Hokalani. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. They tripped us, split in a blistering 26-7. And in daring tactics, Max Delight kicks right away here. It's Max Delight, six metres, seven metres in front of double encounter. Then came Pitch Perfect. Burnham Boy is trying to wind up from well back in the field. But Max Delight, as he pinched this, it's Max Delight still eight metres in front of Burnham Boy. Mafuda Vorton's getting back up on the inside, running a place chance there. But it's all over. Max Delight has brained him. Max Delight bolts in, beats Burnham. Boy, another second. Another second, a, a big second as well. 12, 12 metres, almost uh, three lengths there for Max Delight. And uh, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But this segment is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Mort? Just a beautiful, beautiful cars. I say it every week, but uh, they are a delight to be inside of. Beautifully appointed and... Um, Massive range right yeah. across from the CX3, the, yeah. the 30, the 5, the 7, the 8. Just magnificent range of cars. Yeah, sure are. All right, let's welcome in BK. BK, Max Delight, a good result for you last week. He went super. Yeah, some of the 11 or $12 there. Um, <clears throat> nice driver change. It was, Josh, was it Josh back on again? Or? Uh, no, Jack, Jack Trainer. Trainer. Jack Trainer, yeah. I mean, like, uh, he's in the top echelon of drivers there at the moment. There's no doubt about that. And if anyone can get one to... 
you know, as I like to comment so, so many times uh, on Twitter, if they just run for people and they just run for Jack Trainer, he is a, a super uh, super driver, and you can back him with confidence for sure. All right, uh, tips today. We're going to back to Royal Newcastle. What have you got for us? Look, we had a duck egg last week, so let's fix that up. Um, we're going to race one, number six, Gross Star. If this horse is ever going to win a race at Newcastle, it's none from 34 at the track, interestingly, interestingly enough. But uh, <laughs> this is this is a class horse, miles down in grade. This hasn't been far off the likes of um, uh, Ultra Bliss and Rock and Roll Swinger in its last few races. And it's just dropping so far down in grade here. Uh, Mark Callaghan's had this horse for a few starts now. He's got to have got it right. It does have gate speed when it wants to. I think it'll log the lead here over the 2,000 metres. If it doesn't win this race, uh, it won't ever win one at Newcastle. Number seven, Skyfall Andy for Clayton Harmy is going pretty well. But it's a three-year-old taking on the older horses here. And I can't see it sort of crossing Gross Star here. And a paradigm shift's going well, but drawn poorly as well. But... Geez, it's even money, but I think it's about a dollar sixty chance to be honest. If it's ever going to break through tonight, tonight race one, number six, Gross Star. All right, we move to race number three. We're going to go to race three, number two, uh, Luckabeza Gem, and Mitch Chapel drives a few winners for us that we've tipped here uh, in the past. This one has got good gate speed. I think it'll be leading here. Um, it, it look five starts ago at one it was in November, but uh, five starts ago it just showed what it can do here. When it won in one fifty four six, and they got home in fifty five four. This horse has had three starts back from a spell. It looks pretty prime. Two starts ago, it was a good second here to O'Daddy, and then last time it was only three dollars thirty versus a horse called Wow. He's a rock star, which is a pretty handy horse, and it got checked out early on there. I think it leads Larkabeza Gem. Bit of speed outside at number six, Mammals Riddle, and possibly number five, Lightning Bob. But um, I think it just leads, and it'll be pretty hard to beat around that $3.30 mark. Beautiful. 3.30 on Tab Touch uh, for the two, and uh, the first race was uh, even money for Mark Callaghan. Um, so hopefully we got uh, we got two winners for us uh, today, BK. Thanks for your time. And just remember, tomorrow night, yeah. tune in to Trot Division, and uh, I'm doing the late mail. You're going to see my oh, yeah? mug on... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm doing the beautiful. late mail from Kilmore, 11 races. Uh, about four or five minutes before each race, you'll see me on uh, Trot Division. Beautiful. Tune in. Geez, you get around. Darwin, be, Kilmore. That will be great Saturday night viewing. We Man of the people, that, Rad. Uh, Man of the Aren't people. Aren't you? Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We'll speak see to you next week. See you, boys. There we go, BK. And actually, uh, Mark Callaghan trained a horse for my father, Terry, Gansier guy, way back in the uh, the late 90s. Made a was second reserve for a miracle mile. Oh. And it was my uh, dad's birthday on Tuesday, 87. Oh, 87. Uh, Happy birthday, Terry. Happy Dan, birthday, Mr. Dan, Radley. Dan Patch, as he's better known, was his uh, pen name. Uh, Excellent. Great show today, Mort. I know you enjoyed talking to uh, the great man, Hutchie, and, uh, and hopefully we found a couple of winners. Loved it. It was a really, really good chat. Still more to talk about yeah. with this... Um, uh, media release from uh, Rawa, so... Uh, yeah, hopefully we hear news. Hopefully. But, uh, no, great show. Really thoroughly enjoyed, Hutchie. Good on you. Mort, thanks for your time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next week, it's bye for now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.